So what is scotch? As promised, 2021 is going to bring us a whole bunch of different spirits, not just bourbon. Scotch, of course, comes from Scotland. And the only place you can get scotch is Scotland. The Highlands, the Lowlands, the Isla. Some people say Islay. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Isla. All of it, for me, quite confusing. However, when it's Game of Thrones inspired, I'm willing to give it the shot. Fingers Malloy, we're not so sure. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. Right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And this is the Game of Thrones Six Kingdoms Mortlock 15-year scotch. So first things first, understand that this, as told to me, and I believe it, is a Speyside scotch. What does that mean? It comes from Speyside, a Speyside whiskey, scotch whiskey, right? Bourbon is made with corn. Scotch is made with malted barley. Bourbon is the all-American drink. Scotch, of course, can only come from Scotland. It's that malted barley. And the area that it's made in, I don't, don't, my accent can't handle it. It's Strathspey. S-T-R-A-T-H-S-P-E-Y. It's the Strathspey area. You know what that means, Fingers Malloy? No idea. It means near. Strath means near. So Speyside, an area of the highlands, is, is where this comes from. So the difference in the scotches is really, as I have always described it, is that peat and that moss and that big smoky flavor. As you get into the lowlands, that becomes really intense. For me, it's always been unenjoyable, not because actually the scotch is bad, it's because I've always paired it with cigars and the two flavors compete. And so what I have done is I have stayed away from scotch, really gotten into bourbon with my cigar, and specifically rye, for me, is the all-time winner. But this is worth trying a little bit for the kitchen, a little bit because they do something interesting. This is 46% alcohol by volume, or 92 proof, single malt aged in first fill sherry casks, finished in ex-bourbon barrels. I'll get to the price in, in a second. Now, you took a little sniff there uh, as we have the pour in our Glencairn glass. Uh, Glencairn glass, is, it's the shape. It's that little kind of almost half kind of like fluted kind of look. Help you really get a look at it, kind of turn it and feel it around, get the nose. Uh, it's a very pale golden, if, if you ask me. But you took it on the nose fingers. You were like... I have questions. Well, I was curious, you know, what it would be like on the nose because I've had the Game of Thrones Five Kingdoms Mortlack. You have not. 15 year. No such thing. I don't know what any of that means, by the way. <laughs> I've never seen you never an episode. Watched- no. You've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones? No. Hey, guys, I need a new co host. <laughs> How's that possible? How's it possible you've never seen Game Isn't of Thrones? It on like Showtime or something? I don't have that yes. stuff. It's on Showtime. <laughs> Right after Red Shoe Diaries <laughs> comes Game of Thrones. So you took you, you, you checked it on the nose. What'd, okay, what'd you, what'd I'm you noticing it's it's a little citrusy. That's true. And I and I can't quite figure out if it's a dark fruit or or what that is on the nose. But it's it's not something that I would expect from a scotch. It's it, a little it, different. It, it again, if you're thinking about the smokiness and the peatiness of it, I agree. There's a lot of fruit going on here, almost to an extent of 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 orchard. I think there's a there's a bit of leather in here, that's just that's just splendid. But it is big, and there is a touch of sting on the nostril. Now we're doing it neat. I can't tell you the rules for scotch, right? The idea that that you take bourbon, you can't have it with water, you can't have it on the rocks. That's all garbage. You got to do what what's for you. But we're doing this neat, 
and then we'll see if we need to move it to a cube, add a little water, what happens. Are you ready? Are I'm, you ready? I'm ready the for Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Six Kingdoms. Mortlock, 15 year. To you. You take the first sip, right? Move it around the palate, see where he goes. He's taking the sip right now, his fingers Malloy. And he has um, he has a look of, hmm, maybe I like this girl, maybe I don't. I'm not so sure. Would I introduce her to dad? Huh. <laughs> it's interesting. There, There's no, there's a little bit of sting on the tongue, uh, no burn, which is, is, is very good for when you start getting into 90 to 100 proof on, uh, you know, bourbon or in this case, scotch, you would expect maybe a little bit of a burn. Uh, the citrusy still there, citrusy kind of note, but then also an oak note, I think. That I'm getting, you're you're getting some something from the barrel, um, the, the the citrus, uh, but and and a little bit of that. I don't, I don't know if it's dark fruit, Tony. Tony's still I'm getting nose it on the in. nose. I'm nose in, baby. He's All right, here we go. In. There he goes. I'll, I'll tell you. I I will explain to you what you don't know, like okay. as if I know. Hold on. He's taking a sip right now. He's doing the doing the Chattanooga Chomp. It is the Memphis Munch, or really the Kentucky Chew. All right. Um, it is sweeter than I thought it, it, it would be. And I think it beguiles some of the basics of where people feel scotch is. But it still has that that kind of that, that scotch undertone uh, for, for, for sure. Um, it really does coat the tongue, right? There's a thickness. There's a viscosity uh, going, going on here. And I don't mind that at all. I actually enjoy that in, in bourbons. It's the... The, the 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 flavor is more alcohol than it is the flavors and i do not yet have the palate to be able to ascertain what is 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 valuable within the 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 scotch i don't think it's questionably of the area right highlands is usually where i go uh, when i go scotches cuz again i don't like the over smoke uh, that you uh, you often get um it's easy it's totally easy. There, there's nothing here that's going to beat the chest. And when I tell you no burn on the tongue, you were right, no burn in the throat, there, there's barely a heat, barely a heat in, in, in the lower chest, barely. Um, it's, it's, it's a very simple note. There's actually more on the, on the nose than I think there is on, on the palate. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because I was just about to say, for me, it's much more pleasant on the palate than on the nose. Well, see, this is why this is why they make cars in more than just black, right? right? Everybody's different, and as, and as we tell you guys time and time again, we're not experts. We're guys who enjoy, right? And trying new things is what it's about. And stepping out of your comfort zone is extremely I- important. And and I think people think that scotches have to be these big, big things. I, I, we gotta experience it just like you do. Try the whole gambit, see what's really out there. Now, I did move it to a nice chip. I want it to melt in there. I want it to open up in there. And do I feel differently by the, you know, by the end of the show than I feel now about what it is that's coming? Is there something that builds? There is that little bit of citrus. And I got to tell you, it's still on the tongue. The flavor, that's where it's coming from. That mid-tongue, almost like it's been draped over by velvet, is, 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 is where <laughs> this constant is. constant velvet? Yes, it's where it's, where it's hanging on. 
It's interesting. It's it's very interesting. It's, this is listen, the Game of Thrones, Six Kingdoms. More look. I'm I not hope a, saying that right. Fifteen it, years. It's it's fun to say. I'm not a big Scotch guy. I freely admit that. This tastes a lot different than other scotches that I've had in the past, and I can't. I don't know if it's because of the citrusy fruit. I don't know if it's grape or or you know. Uh, uh, what, what I'm dark for, fruit, well, right? That dark, I, you know, maybe grape, or, or I know grape's not really. See, I don't know if it's grape, fruit. or I don't know if it's that's the if sweetness going along with the citrus that that's just playing with the with the palate. Yeah, I don't know. Saying, I'm not saying grape is a dark fruit. It's just it's. I don't know what that is, but it's different than any other scotch I've had. Uh, if you've tried it, we want to hear what you think. The Game of Thrones, Six Kingdoms, Mortlock, fifteen year scotch. This is Eat Drink Smoke. The show really should be called Eat, Drink, Smoke Lists. <laughs> because we love some lists here on Eat, Drink, Smoke, and we got a good one coming up right now. I'm Fingers Malloy. He is Tony Katz. And Hello. listen, Tony, uh, we love uh, the fast food. We've, 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 in the last few weeks, we have reviewed the McRib. Yes. We have reviewed the, what was the Wendy's? The Pretzel Pub Burger Cheese Bacon Extravaganza. Death Trap. And I think that had, what was it, somewhere in the neighborhood of 6,700 calories in that right. burger. Exactly. Uh, it was fantastic. Well, uh, Urban Matter came out with a list of the six best fast food desserts of all time. Okay. Of all time, Tony. Uh, uh, is, is, how far back does the list go is my question. Uh, well, if it was written by someone under the age of 25, I'm guessing the last five years. Okay. Just making sure we understand each other. <laughs> well, number one on the list, I thought it would be fun because, uh, you know, we were driving uh, to Blend Bar Cigar, where we do the show here in Indianapolis, uh, and there's a Taco Bell right down the street. Oh, is that right? Yes. I didn't know that. That's what I'm here for. I'm the news guy. Uh, and they have the Cinnabon Delights over at Taco Bell. What the heck is this? Like Cinnabon? Like Cinnabon? Yeah. Cinnabon? Oh, is it Cinnabon? Excuse me. I thought it was B- Cinnabon. B-O-N, right? Yeah, I, I thought You're talking about like the company Cinnabon. Yes. Okay. Cinnabon. Oh, pardon me. Cinnabon. Cinnabon. Okay, so so they're in they're in cahoots. Yes. Uh, so this is uh, their Cinnabon delight. It is basically fried dough rolled in cinnamon and sugar and filled with their icing. So, I can't eat that. I'll die. Oh, sure you can. It builds I, character. I will die. So it's basically fried dough filled with the icing. Yes. And then. It looks like a beignet. It looks like a. It look, actually, it looks like a hush puppy. It does look like a hush puppy. It does have that kind of uh, when you bite into one, and we're going to do that in in just a few seconds here. It's got an elephant ear kind of feel to it as well, but an elephant ear stuffed with cinnabon icing. That's, so that's dangerous. It's beautiful because it, actually, I, even more than a hush puppy, it looks like a, like a donut hole. Yes. Right. But it doesn't have any spring to it whatsoever. Like, it would crack in half. And it is glistening in the light with the cinnamon sugar. This, if I eat this whole thing, and it's so small, I am, I, as you know, I am a delicate flower. <laughs> when it comes to my digestive system, this is going to ruin me. Well, so what's beautiful about this is they sell them in two packs. You can get it in a 12-pack. Uh, I bought two two-packs because I forgot that you can't eat these things. Uh, so I guess no, I'll have to... I can eat these things. I will regret it, and so will you, <laughs> if I eat these things. Well, I got two orders of the two-pack. So that, if I... Let's see. Carry the one. That's four of That's them. That's right. Okay. That's correct. So I, I set one on the bag that it came in, 
And look at the grease on yeah. this paper bag. I can oh. feel it in my hands. Oh, it's beautiful. So you want to go first? You want to? So so it's the Cinnabon icing inside. Yes. And it's basically a donut. Yes. The rest of the way. All right. So, I can live with that. All right. So Tony's going first. He's taking a bite. He's doing the Memphis Munch. Um. Oh. Oh, put down the scotch. Get me all the coffee. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful, right? I don't know how else to say this, but the icing exploded to the front of my teeth. <laughs> Not in the mouth, the front of the teeth. It was and a flavor explosion? Like a dog that you give peanut butter to. <laughs> that's, all I'm, that's all I'm doing. Okay, it's, it's very good. It's actually not... Oh, try it. Oh, it's not okay. over... <laughs> you did the whole thing. It's not overly sweet. It's sweet, but there are a million things that are sweeter than this. Um, I wouldn't buy this because I wouldn't buy this. I could see trying it once... There's no way this is on a list of the best desserts. You've already swallowed. You're already done. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? How, so what did you think? Are you it's in? It's one you of have? the six best fast food desserts of all time. What I am you? with Urban Matter here. But uh, the only problem I have with this is, first of all, I know uh, just having that one, and, and Tony's throwing the rest of it away, and it, it, it just absolutely is I making apologize. me die inside. I can eat two steaks, though. <laughs> You bring me two porterhouses, guaranteed, or your money back. I'll bring back uh, tomorrow or next week the porterhouse steaks from Taco from Bell, Bell and see how you feel about those. Uh, but for me, what is a negative is you you get two of those bites in an order, and they're very small. Okay, I, if I'm a dessert guy, I want a little bit more than that. And... Uh, there's just not enough there for me. See, but I, but I don't want to order ten of them. Right, I think. But I, if, if it's if your choice is a two pack or a twelve pack, right, you got a problem. I think that if you're just looking for a little bit of sweet and Taco Bell's looking to add a little bit to the check, right? They're adding add a little bit to the total. I totally get it. It costs them nothing, nothing to do something like this. It's just I don't think of I don't have an interest in any fast food. It's like when not fast food desserts of fast food. It's like when uh, the pizza places like Papa John's or Domino's, which I have nothing against. And I actually think they do such a much better job of pizza. Domino's, too. It's very impressive that how they went about that whole remake, about how they went through the marketing. So, you know what? We failed you guys. Here's what we did wrong, and here's what we're doing better. I thought that was a brilliant, brilliant ad campaign. Yeah. And solid, I think, in terms of the, what it is as a delivery pizza. I have not had Domino's in a while, but one of the Domino's pizzas that I really enjoyed is they have, at least they had, a Philly cheesesteak pizza that I, I thought was they still really do. good. But they also do like the whole, like, don't they do like the brownie cookie kind of yeah. things? Yeah. Uh, no, I have no interest in that. The pizza, boom, done and finished. What else is on the list? What other so desserts? Popeye's uh, Louisiana Chicken has the cinnamon apple pie. Which is just a you know a chewy crust that gives away to uh, hot apple slices seasoned with cinnamon, and you get it for uh, less than two dollars a pie. To me, this what this reminds me of what it sounds like. I haven't had one of these yet, um, but it kind of looks like it in the, in the photo. And we'll share the story over at our Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash Eat Drink Smoke. Uh, it reminds me. Remember the old 
pies that McDonald's had. Not the, the those were spectacular. Yeah, not the sad ones that they have now. The ones I haven't seen would, the ones they have now. They drop them like a deep fryer, and you'd bite into the the pie, and hot lava would shoot out of the corners. Oh, that, the good old days. Oh, that was fantastic. That's what these Popeyes. Uh, those were the days like. before seat belts. <laughs> Back when you didn't need a warning label on an apple pie. Um, so. Subway made the list. Chocolate chip cookies from Subway. Um. Okay. I can't remember I, the last time I had one. I think I've gotten one for the kids before. All right, fine. Chocolate chip cookies make sense. They have a white chocolate chip macadamia nut cookie that's really good. Uh, I really enjoy that. We just mentioned Domino's. They have lava cakes. Nope. Uh, listen, Domino's. Pizza, yes. Lava cakes, no. If you want to prove us wrong, Domino's. You better show up with some lava cakes. They, they need to show up. And lava cakes from Domino's would make an excellent sponsor. Wouldn't they, though? Of the Drink Smoke Radio program. Del Taco, not a big play, uh, chain around here. No, not at all. Uh, caramel Cheesecake Bites. That sounds wonderful. That does sound good. See, that sounds good. That I would do. Yeah. And, fi- and the, finally? The last one, Rip Your Float from A&W. Classic. See, but see, that makes... It's A&W. It's about root beer. You're not going there for the chicken tenders. It's like you're going to Dairy Queen for the chicken, although sometimes it's lovely. You're going to Dairy Queen for the ice cream. You're already a dessert place. They're doing it backwards. <laughs> well, there you have it. The top six of all time. Of all time. Good Lord. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Eat, Drink, Smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. We went with scotch. Oh, I still have the the Cinnabon Taco Bell thing in my mouth. I don't know. I, I, I'll leave it to others if it goes with scotch. What are, are we drinking right here? It is the Game of Thrones Six Kingdoms Mortlock 15 year. And and with the chip melted, the, the, the citrus is there. It's, I need, I have to do more work with scotch. I want to come back at the end of 2021 and do this again and see if we match up with what we felt about it, right? I can't tell you what I'm, you know, that I'm, I'm super excited about it, but I can't tell you that it's bad. I need more experience with scotch to get there. Yeah, and one thing I noticed, I also put in an ice chip and it opened it up and it brought out some of that peat that you would expect from a scotch. But one thing we didn't cover in the breakdown and the review in the first segment, you never gave us a price point. Oh, this is $150 a bottle. Oh, yeah. This is 150 bucks, Which makes the Taco Bell pairing. <laughs> on target. <laughs> on target. I will tell you, I, I on the chip, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm Tony Katz, by the way. That's America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. Again, what do you think of it? Let us know on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash smoke. It is time, Fingers Malloy, for News of the Week. No, Tony. No, 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 no. We have rules. You can't do a COVID story. No coronavirus story. Well, this isn't about the coronavirus, but oh. it is a, a story, an issue that was brought on. It's actually good news that came out of uh, the, the the pandemic. And a lot of states are moving uh, their liquor laws around, making it more consumer friendly, more business friendly. You go to the state of Ohio, Tony, and Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. 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 Perfect for this show. Right. He has signed House Bill 674, allowing for uh, revisions of the state's former liquor laws, including being able to order or have uh, liquor delivered to your home. This is the future. 
It's so weird and so amazing that people saw that, oh, yeah, yeah, we can do this. The fights that would be had, the, the intense regulation on alcohol and the sales of alcohol and the placement of alcohol. And then you realize, oh, yeah, we're, we're, this is cool. This is good. Now, what I can't tell you, and I, I will admit that I am fearful of, and I think this is true of like people who have kids in school, school-age kids, I, sh- I should say it that way, do they think that this hybrid stuff or this not going, or does this extend into 2021, 2022? Will we see this for another school year, right? So when we see these, these things happening, there's also this idea of, well, they expect things to be odd and strange and peculiar maybe for years to come. But we've proven that we want the bottle of bourbon delivered to our door. If I can get beef with broccoli, if I can get a pizza, <laughs> if I can get the Taco Bell, whatever they were, delivered, I want them. I want my bourbon delivered too. And I'm glad. I'm good. At, good on Ohio. Yeah, uh, the, ter- terrible in the national championship. Great when it comes to liquor delivery. And uh, they could have used liquor delivery during that national championship game. Based on how Ohio State played, the players could have done liquor delivery. <laughs> that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, the final score was what? 52-24? 50, was it Something 50, like that. Right. Alabama. And I, think, I, I think Alabama had 50 points in the third quarter, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> that is not how it worked. It's not how it worked. No. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's uh, there's other things that were involved in this bill. Uh, they're going to reform uh, Sunday sales and holiday sales. And, you know, we're in Indiana here, and we dealt with not being able to buy packaged liquor or beer on Sundays from stores for, what, I, what was it, 85, 90 years, something like yeah. that, Tony? And we finally got that a few years ago uh, back. So it's nice to see. Uh, Illinois also has a bill that passed the House that's going to allow online sales of liquor, but it hasn't been signed by the governor yet. So it's we're just, seeing this movement. It's just Now, and, and I wonder if the politics does play in because Illinois has a Democratic governor and J.B. Pritzker. And Mike DeWine of Ohio is a Republican. So that, that, that's just, it would be interesting. But there are plenty of states like California, uh, which, of course, is, is a very uh, left-leaning Democratic state. But they're very, very supportive of wine and, and things like that because, well, Napa and Sonoma, things like that. Um, I'm glad to see us realize that some things just aren't necessary anymore. And these restrictions aren't necessary. And some of these things, the, the old school blue laws, some of these things uh, having to do with with religious kind of, uh, of, of takes. And this isn't, I'm not trying to insult anybody. I'm just happy to see it because it gives these groups opportunity and it gives restaurants opportunity if they have that package capability to be able to more engage uh, their their customer and I want that for them. Well, is this something that you know you lived in California for a while and I understand why the whole uh, how it's so wine friendly out there because let's face it I'm sure their lobbying group is really good Tony uh, <laughs> the wine lobby out in California but I've heard people during the pandemic talk about how um, they were able in California to get mixed drinks from restaurants sent to them. Uh, do you remember being able to do that prior to the pandemic? I never tried. Okay. I never tried. If I was getting delivery in California, it was Chinese food. I was living in Los Angeles. It was Brent's Deli. B-R-E-N-T apostrophe S. Brent's did good work. Brent's was a good deli. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most most definitely. But it was, it was I, I was never even, I never even thought 
of having alcohol delivered to my door. It would not it would, would never have come up in my life. Uh, well, but it, wine was available everywhere. Convenience store, Trader Joe's. It, it, you can get wine. There was a guy on the side of the road selling fruit cup and bottles of wine. It was super easy to do. Yeah. Well, this is great. I mean, it's expanding the, the restaurant's ability to make money. Also, people like door. Did you see the story of the woman that showed up? And I don't remember what state it was. She was a, a DoorDash delivery driver. And she hassled a customer at the door because he was only going to give her an $8 tip. And she ended up taking the food and walking away. Because no. he said, I'm giving you $8. And she, she claimed, she's like, well, this was a 45-minute drive for me. And he said, you can, you can look at your, your, your little magic phone and see how long it takes. It was only a 15-minute drive. They got into an argument. He had the whole thing recorded through his ring doorbell. She's she, fired, right? She, they DoorDash wouldn't say, wouldn't confirm that this guy was a customer. But it, it made several news outlets. And they, they didn't say whether or not she was fired or not. But uh, when you do a DoorDash or a Grubhub, which would both make great sponsors for the (laughs) Eat, Drink, Smoke radio show and podcast, do you give the tip amount that they suggest or do you do a custom tip? I usually tip 15%. Okay. On a delivery. And I know that Because you're also paying the fee, right? You're paying the fee to those places. That's how I look at it. You pay the fee and you pay 15%. Now, you got to be making twenty percent at that point, you would think. Right? Yeah. I mean, but the point is that some of them are they, that they like pre-program are really high numbers, like really high. And I don't do that. I'm not mad at anybody, but there comes a moment where mm, now nah, I'll go get it myself. There comes a moment where you're telling me uh, you're not worth it to to me. But there are plenty of times I use DoorDash. I will tell you that both of them do a really good job in that menu side of things. I never feel like I'm, I, they're not giving me enough information. I feel like I have plenty. Right. Well, th- this brings up an interesting topic that I, I didn't realize until recently that it was expected that you're supposed to tip other people besides, you know, the usual food and, and right, like what, like if you have furniture delivered or if you have a, of course. a plumber. I didn't know this. You tip oh, a plumber. No, no, no. I don't know if I necessarily tip the plumber. It depends on what was needed. But do I tip the the guy who delivers my couch? Absolutely. Do you tip uh, the the garbage guys on, at Christmas? I'm supposed to tip the garbage guys at Christmas? Are you kidding? How do you, we, how do you tip the garbage guys at Christmas? You what do you send do? the kids out there when the garbage comes, or you go walk out there and you hand them each an envelope and say, "Hey, thanks so much." You don't? Do you tip the mailman at Christmas? Tip the mailman? Are that, you kidding? What what is this? No, I never tipped a mailman. No. What, how am I supposed to tip a mailman? What do you leave a, uh, an envelope in the mailbox saying "mailman"? Is that what, is that what you do? Yes. Oh wow, what a world we live in. But I actually wait and I I, I walk out there. You don't tip them? A little thank you, a little something. I wave at them when they drop off my mail. I'm a pleasant personality. How you doing? Are you sure about that? <laughs> you wanna you wanna maybe rethink that and. Try and give us an honest answer? Wow, I didn't know you tipped the mailman. Yes, man. you tipped the furniture guy, the delivery guy. Yes, I don't tip the Amazon delivery guy because I'd be broke. Right. I wouldn't be able to afford anything else on Amazon. But the furniture delivery guy, and if there are stairs, <laughs> you goes up the stairs with a couch or a mattress. I have a spiral staircase. <laughs> You're going to hell. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Chick-fil-A wins again. It's just what they do. The lines go on for forever. I'm surprised there's not a line on Sunday just waiting for them to open up (laughs) on Monday. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. Right there, America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. If you're not already listening to the podcast, 
Be sure to subscribe. Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, wherever fine podcasts are sold. Write a review. Leave a five-star review. Tell your friends and get them to subscribe as well. The top three favorite brands when it comes to fast food are Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, and Starbucks. And I don't know how Starbucks is considered fast food. Well, you can get a scone there. That's that. You scone. can get an egg bite there too, and I actually don't mind the egg bites. But it's not. It's not what I what I consider. And uh, by the way, I did notice that we do a lot of fast food. Uh, we will be getting into some more gourmet foods, doing more recipes, making things, and trying them, and then sharing those recipes uh, on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash eat drink smoke, uh, sharing them uh, on uh, on the on the website eatdrinksmokeshow.com, which is still being built out, but we're close, and I feel very very good uh, about that. I know we've got uh, smoking Tommy. Uh, getting ready. <laughs> a dear friend who is like like the master of of, of the smoker and the it, it, crazy stuff. He's going to start sharing. So we're really excited about how we're going to be able to bring more of this to you. And if you've got good recipes and you've got like good tips and and tricks, let us know, man. We we want to share that stuff. We we want to experience everything people people are doing. But Chick Fil A takes the the top spot. But this is really about brand confidence. What do you see? And you're like, you know what? I know I'm going to get quality, which puts McDonald's in a weird place. But maybe it's not quality. Maybe it's I know exactly what I'm getting. Consistency. Right. right? You don't have to question it. You don't have to be like, right, do I want to try the new place? I'm going to spend my money. What if I don't like it? And so Chick-fil-A is the top. And the answer is Chick-fil-A does it right. I received an email, Fingers Malloy. From Chick-fil-A? Not from Chick-fil-A, which would make a great sponsor of the Eat, Drink, Smoke radio show. Last week, we were talking about healthy fast food Mm -hmm. and the Chick-fil-A fruit cup. And I said, nobody is eating the fruit cup at (laughs) Chick-fil-A. And then we talked about the special sauce at Chick-fil-A. And I said, if someone eats, we discussed, if they eat the the, the fruit cup with the special sauce, take a video and and, and and send it to us. I forgot what we were going to send them right now. I got an email. Is, is, is that deal still on the table? <laughs> that deal is still on the table. You know what? We'll, we'll do it for four people. We'll do it for four people. <laughs> Video of you eating the Chick-fil-A fruit cup drenched in the Chick-fil-A sauce. Because I figured we were discussing it. Let's copy the only way people are eating the fruit cup. But- I'm not mocking. I'm not bagging on Chick-fil-A. Love you people. But you don't remember what the offer was? I cannot recall at this moment. It wasn't a 2017 Chevy Volt, was it? it because was. I only have one of those. <laughs> How is the Chevy Volt, by it's the way? It's fine. Everything's good. Yeah. Uh, it's running like, uh, it's purring like a kitten. It's waiting for me out there in the parking lot as we speak. Uh, I, I like to keep it running because it's electricity. Eh, who cares about burning electricity, Tony? When the weather turns, though, and it gets a little warmer here in Indiana... Is the is the SSR ready for? Oh yeah, we're gonna do the whole eat, drink, smoke SSR. Can tour. I tell? Have you ever told the father the, the story of how you got the SSR? No, I haven't. Can, can I? Sure, can, absolutely. Because I'm. Oh, I want to say for the record, my father's still alive. Your father's still alive. Our fathers are in 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 their eighties. My father has never left me a damn thing. <laughs> it's it's actually I got to admit. It's a beautiful story, one I've ever never actually witnessed. You're the only person I actually know, but I've heard these stories. Your mother passed a, a few years ago. Your father bought for your mother 
a Chevy SSR. Now, if you've never seen the SSR, they stopped making it. It's beautiful. It's a two-door pickup truck that's a convertible. Yep. Right? It's a hard top, and it goes down. It is gorgeous. It looks cool. It has that old... It almost has that ZZ Top kind of <laughs> kind of feel to it yeah. right there. It is yellow. It is as cool as ever. And they make them uh, after that first year with, with the Corvette engine, the 5.7 liter. And, and so, and your mother passed, your father had the car, and your father had the car, and your father had the car, and finally said, you know what? Why don't you take it? And you now drive the car your father bought for your mother, yeah. this SSR, it, never mind that it is not just the coolest damn story that your dad bought your mom a car. I, I love that in a way that is irrational. It is so great. She loved that car. She passed away in, in 2011. They bought it in 2005. And <laughs> Tony, when... I, I, when when I are got you, are the you car, have a moment? I mean, I didn't mean for you to have a moment. Well, but like, it's, no, I, I had, it is. It's touching. I had the, I had the car detailed, and uh, I took it to one of these places in in Indianapolis, and uh, they said, "Hey, we found this in the back seat," and it was her riding hat and her sunglasses. Oh and no! This was just you know last summer, and I I nearly broke down, and it was you know nine years after she had passed. She had a hat. She had a little riding hat, a, a ball cap that she would put on, and she had sun the you know the, I mean like the glory of Vanderbilt, you know, right? big sunglasses, like Sally Jesse Raphael <laughs> yes, style, exactly. Uh, but uh, so he gave that car to me, and it meant so much to her, and so you know now obviously it means a, a tremendous amount to me. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it had like 2,600 miles on it, and it it's a 2005. And it's it's crazy. And so, uh, never take away the beauty of, of the story. I, I I'm rarely jealous of anybody else. I I don't own jealousy. Uh, again, I want to say my father has never <laughs> given me anything except heartburn, <laughs> and I love my dad. But no, I know there, there was never a car. You know what he has? He has a, a, a Toyota Sienna minivan with 300,000 miles. It's got your name on it. Right? <laughs> and then he replaced that with a Toyota Sienna minivan. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got that going for me oh. one of these days. I, I love, I absolutely, positively love that story. There is an interesting bit of good news in the world of travel that the International Air Transport Association, they figure that travel is not going to return until 2024, which is scary wow. when you think of hotels, resorts, uh, travel clubs, all, all those kinds of things. But their hope is that the vaccine will encourage people to at least try. And they're seeing that if you take the vaccine and you add it with cheap fares that, they, of course, they have right now, and also their airlines not using the middle row of seats and things, and things like that, that things may come back faster. Or at least for the willing, they'll be, a, they'll be willing to take that chance, take that opportunity. I, this, this December, we wanted to go to Arizona. And found uh, kind of like a, a resort that had uh, got like a like a little water park in it, and the rates were incredible. And we weren't going to go anywhere. Didn't want to spend the money. We've all had a, a rough financial year. People have had rougher years, for for sure. Uh, but I wasn't 
confident that there wouldn't be other shutdowns or things. Right. So we, we didn't go. Vaccine with low fares, I'm a guy who's going to be like, let's get on the plane. Yeah. We, we're those people. Not going to have a problem with it. You Would you travel? Oh, I already have. I mean, we talked about this previously on the show. I went to, uh, I flew to Arizona to pick up my, my Chevy Volt, and then I, I flew to Texas to, to buy a, a van. Uh, so, and I, I listen, the, the, everything's terrible. Oh, know? I forgot about that. Yeah. You, everyone knows the story that Fingers Malloy flew himself to Tucson to pick up a Chevy Volt and drove it back. Mm-hmm. He did it again a couple weeks later to buy a minivan. Yeah. I, it's, 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 the, it's so crazy, but used cars in Indianapolis are crazy expensive. Oh, I spent $2,500 less on both cars. By flying somewhere else to get it rather than buying it in central Indiana. It's crazy, and I and, don't know and why. And with the travel back, how much do you figure you saved? Oh, well, listen, I, I probably saved anywhere from fifteen to $1,800 with the minivan. That's crazy. Because it's only a 14-hour drive. I bought it outside of Dallas. Right. So one-day hotel stay and uh, the drive back. So it was it was it saved a lot of money. It's the Game of Thrones, Morlock's 15-year <laughs> scotch. If you've tried it, what do you think of it? Let us know. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Sometimes cigars work in trends, right? Things become part of the either not, not the vernacular. They just become part of the, what they call the zeitgeist. Oh, this is what you should try in a cigar. Oh, this is what you should have in a cigar. And then sometimes things that start small end up becoming very accepted. In this case, it's a cigar club, Pravada Cigar Club. And I started seeing cigar lounges proudly displaying, here's the latest from the Pravada Cigar Club, PravadaCigarClub.com. And one of those is this right here. This is the Espinosa Thai Tea Cigar. And this is Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And I have seen these in different ways. One of them that you may have heard of and you've seen in your local shop, the Cookie Monster. Everybody was talking about the Cookie Monster. I didn't get a Cookie Monster. I had heard about it, right? Saw the label with its Cookie Monster eyes. Didn't get to try one. This time, here it was at, at our local cigar lounge where we record very often at Blend Bar Cigar and said, I want to see this. I want to understand this because what if I understand Pravada right, and trust me, they'll tell me if I've got it wrong, they're just a club and they have these cigars that they find and they have the ability, uh, I think, through, the, through that club to open them up to shops. It was the guys over at Final Third Cigar Rob Boyland uh, over there, FinalThirdCigar.com, explaining that there's a shops are members of something called the LCA, and it works with about 300 small shops and lounges across the U.S., and it brings these cigars to those shops. And uh, by the way, it's a very, very cool site, and he's also uh, an Indianapolis guy. So it's not that we extra love him. It's just fun for us. This right here is an interesting, interesting smoke right off the bat. Uh, It is a full-bodied Robusto 5x52. What does that mean? The 5 refers to the fact that it's 5 inches long. Tee-hee. Always makes him laugh. And 52 refers to the ring gauge, how thick it is around. Tee-hee. Again, 
with the laughter. A 64-inch cigar is a full inch around, so 52 is right in that sweet spot. Did I introduce us ourselves, by the way? Tony Katz, me, America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, him uh, right there. Uh, this is a lovely milk chocolate, nice bit of oil, but not uh, overdone. I could actually go for a little bit more. Maybe that's just me. It feels good. It's got a an easy, easy construction, and at five inches, it's, there's not going to be a lot of heft to it. This is a Robusto, right? I'm not usually a fan of the five-inch cigars. We have just lit this up, uh, just started in that first third. Fingers, where are you? I cannot believe the amount of smoke I'm getting off of this. This is amazing. Yeah, that's not bad, man. That's it, not bad, right? So there's two ways to think of the smoke. What's coming off the end of the cigar, which is just a personal thing for me, but with that draw, what are you getting in? The draw, how you inhale, right? The draw here is super easy. We went with a straight cut uh, on this, right? Straight across uh, that with a five-inch cigar. You could want say, I want to play in the V cut because I don't want to take anything else off of it. We were very, very close to the cap, yes. you know, to the, to the top of the cap in, in making this cut. When we review cigars, we break them into thirds, first third, second third, and final third and the cigar will change uh from there this thing starts off with some beautiful cocoa i love that this this cigar will work well with a coffee we're going to try it and, and and pair it up with the scotch it the scotch has a bit that we're doing uh that that more luck uh, the Game of Thrones, right? Um, and it, it has that bit of citrus to it, that bit of orange to it. That, to me, is always a great combination. So I'm hoping that the cigar actually makes the scotch more favorable uh, to me right here. What's interesting is that we're not talking about the big brands and the big names. And we're talking about something that I'm so curious to hear their story about how they got this out into the world and how people started really getting into it and buying into it. It's an interview we've got to do. Cigar smokers are never afraid to share, hey, you've got to try this. It's part of the charm. It's part of what I love. Yeah. For me, uh, what stands out right away is pepper and wood notes and, unfortunately, potato chip. Well, that has nothing to do <laughs> with the cigar, but actually the little snack that we got here on the side. But uh, I'm not getting the cocoa yet. For me, it's it's pepper and wood, and nothing wrong with that. And like I said, right now, it got a nice even burn, and the smoke coming off of this is just fantastic. Yeah, I, so wood is a very unique way to describe a flavor. Some people say wood. Some people will go a little more detailed and get into ideas of cedar. I often find that I confuse wood and grass notes, right? But it's it's different than saying something is earthy. Earthy, when I describe it, is richness. Wood, I often describe in that lighter kind of way that to somebody who hasn't smoked as much may even appear as bitter. It's one of the reasons you really got to try different things and expand that palate out and see where you are in it. Also, flavor will depend. You talk about the, the potato chip. <laughs> what did you eat that day? Write it down. My notebook is right here. You know, I've talked about the notebook. I do uh, do this, and so I bring it with me now all the time. What did I eat that day? I know I had charcuterie today. Of course I did. I've got the scotch. The Taco Bell? You got right. the Taco Bell? Oh, I don't have the Taco Bell on there. <laughs> Let me put the Taco Bell uh, dessert, but I don't think that's uh, causing me any problems. And, of course, got coffee here to go along with the scotch. What was the weather 
like cold, warm. These things will change who you are, right? And change how you are, are engaging it, your metabolism, and, and, and with the saliva in your mouth, these kinds of things. And then break it up into that first, second, and final third. Now, this is an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper with a Nicaraguan binder and filler here. Um, if this is a full-bodied cigar, uh, I am not there yet. This is playing wonderfully easy for me, but we just lit this up. My issue is not with the cigar. It's that I do shy away from the Robustos. It's not long enough because I know I smoke faster and so I want to be able to have a little more cigar to engage. It doesn't mean it's not a good cigar. No, you're right. In fact, I'm looking at mine right now thinking, man, we're going to get through this first segment of the show, and I'm almost going to be in my second third of the cigar. But there's nothing wrong with that, especially like, for me. I love taking a cigar like this out when I'm grilling. When I know I'm going to have a 30 to 45-minute grill time, I'm doing a reverse sear of a burger or something, to have a cigar like this where I know um, I'll have just enough to get through uh, but I'm not going to waste anything. I think this is fantastic. I will tell you this. You know, we were talking about the, the um, what we're drinking, which is the Game of Thrones Six Kingdoms Mortlock 15-year. Try it. It's interesting how the cigar has brought out some notes of 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 the scotch and how that, that for me, that grassy, which which I you could absolutely describe as wood, it's play, it, it, for me, there's an interesting play going on. Now, agreed, I'm not the biggest scotch guy and I have to work on my palate on scotch I think that there's plenty of things that, that coffee could do here plenty that coffee could do for this cigar that I think would work for me better but the orange the citrus in, in, the, in the scotch on this scotch it plays nicely yeah for me it brought out the sweetness in the scotch that I wasn't really getting before uh, it, it, it's just wonderful it's a wonderful pairing uh, minus the potato chip well, never mind. It's the potato chip, and they're wavy, by the way. Yes, uh, what ridges for someone's pleasure. The Espinosa Thai Tea. If you can find it from Bravada Cigar Club, check it out at your local tobacconist. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Your Girl Scout cookies are available, and you don't even have to have somebody come to your house. It's Eat Drink Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Everybody is in on the game. The answer is delivery. The answer is drop and go. And the Girl Scouts are doing just this. Grubhub will deliver Girl Scout cookies, at least where we live, Fingers Malloy, in the Indianapolis area. But the whole sales program is going to be getting into order sheets, online ordering, things like that, so the kids don't have to show up to the door. I'm 50-50 on this concept. And the reason I'm 50-50 is I think that Girl Scout cookies should be available online 24-7, 365. Enough of this once-a-year nonsense. They're Girl Scout cookies. I want my Thin Mints when I want my Thin Mints. I have an empty space in my freezer. Bring me Thin Mints. That, and I don't know which one uh, the peanut butter ones are, but those are are, are, are those tagalongs? I don't know. I don't know which one is 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 which. The point is, I just want to order them when I want to order them. Right. And so why not just give up the ghost and let us do this? Listen, I don't know what this is like because I have two Girl Scouts in the family, and uh, we have been in charge of distributing Girl Scout cookies to the Girl Scouts. So sometimes I will have 
a hundred crates of Girl Scout cookies, hundred boxes of Girl Scout cookies in my home. Uh, so I just walk to my living room and open up a box. I don't know. I feel sorry for the people that actually. Do have you to, pay for it? Well, of course I pay for it. But now what's difficult is uh, you know Tony, uh, I'm on Atkins right now. So, so it's difficult. Was that before or after the Taco Bell Cinnabon dessert thing? I made a sacrifice for the show because that's what I do. But uh, so I can't have the Girl Scout cookies. But of course, the 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 best Girl Scout cookies. Everyone knows it based on science. uh, It's the Samoas. The Samoas are the best Girl Scout cookie. Which one's the Samoa? It's the coconut. Uh, with the caramel and the chocolate. Oh, that's a good cookie. Yeah. That's a fine cookie. And now, and what my, my favorite part of this uh, time of year is when uh, I think it's uh, Edie's. Right. Eddie's, the ice cream people? Edie's. I don't know. I, uh, I say Edie's. E-D-Y apostrophe S. Who would make a great sponsor up. of the Eat, Drink, Smoke radio right. show? They also do Girl Scout cookie ice cream. So you get Samoa ice cream. You can get Thin Mint ice cream. It's fantastic. And I know you're not an ice cream guy. No, 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 no. I like ice cream. I don't allow myself to do it because it ruins me. Look, this whole thing about my system. I'm not the only person like this. I want to I want to say for the record, I am not old. <laughs> if only to myself. It's just the way it is. I'm very clear and very honest with myself. If I have ice cream, if I eat the desserts, it's it's delicious. And then I'm going to be miserable for days, literally days. And and I so I was actually discussing this on my, on my radio show. You know that I do morning radio. I have a syndicated midday uh, show. Fingers Malloy does, does does radio. And I was discussing this on the show. And a friend of mine who's a doctor texted me and said, "What the f? Like you need to get yourself checked." Was this after you ate the McRib on the air without the bun? No, no, the- no, no. That that people just shamed me for. I ate a McRib with a knife and fork. Uh, it's fancy. Oh, that's 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 the downfall of America right there. And you can see the video of it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash eat drink smoke. But it's I I they were like, you really need to get checked. I'm like, I don't think I do. Why do I need to get checked? If I don't eat it, I feel fine. So why do I need to go through with a doctor on a subject that if I can avoid it, I'll just avoid it? What I'm, not, I'm taking personal responsibility. It's not like there's, I don't want to get graphic. It's not like there's a lump and I'm like, it'll pass. <laughs> I'm not doing that. But if I have a lump, I'm going to see every doctor. I'm just going to go to their house. We door to door. I'm going to knock. Are you a doctor? Look at this. It physically pains me that you can't eat. The bread. We go out to, you know, we'll go dinner sometime. We'll go out to eat, and you'll get a big burger, and you'll first thing you'll do is you'll tear the bun off. And and it, it hurts me inside seeing you have to do that. Wouldn't it be nice if you could take a pill, Tony? A <laughs> bread-eating pill. that You could pop that pill ahead of time, and it's raining McRibs, and it'll be totally fine. It won't bother your system at all. It's Viagra for wheat. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes everything work. I have uh, solved that problem about the burger that I order steaks. And there you so, go. So, no, you, I would order the burger because of a cost thing. I'll spend the 9 or $12. I don't want to spend the $48. Right. But what I've decided is I go out less. But when I go out, I go out better. And that's the way uh, that, that, that I do it. Quality it just, over co- quantity. It, that's I, uh, one of the great lessons of 2020. Right, and I had already been on this kind of kick before that, but 2020 proved it. We do so much more cooking at home, 
so many more actual full-on meals that will also last for a, a couple of, uh, of days. That That's better. So when I go out, I'm not afraid to do the thing. I've, I've kind of shifted my going out to eat budget into my cigar budget, right? Uh, and so, yeah. you know, it's not about spending more on a cigar. It's just I enjoy being able to relax with one, and, and so I do so. But as for my Girl Scout cookies, I should be able to order those online all the time. I don't, I don't want anything getting in my way. I just want to be able to do it. And that, but that doesn't tear you apart, that the Thin Mints? I have a Thin Mint and I'm done. Oh, good Lord. That's like eating one potato chip. See, I only me, had one chip. Ugh. For me, I have one Thin Mint, too. And by one, I mean one sleeve. Right. In a sitting. I, can you eat a full sleeve of Thin Mints in a sitting? Oh, I could eat a sleeve of Thin Mints and then turn to a box of Samoas and eat the whole Samoas. The whole box, and and not and and, and then and then look in the mirror and hate myself for a half hour that I just did that. But oh, because it's do wonderful. you really look in a mirror and be like, you're such a fatty? <laughs> yes, you're such a big fat fatty. <laughs> this is why nobody loves you. Oh my god, is there a camera in my house? You don't really do that, do you? Uh, there are times after I'm done, I'll, you know, I'll go wash up, you know, because you got chocolate all over your face, chocolate all over your hands. You have chocolate all over your face? What are you, a four-year-old? Oh, listen, it's all business. When you start getting into a whole sleeve of Thin Mints and a whole <laughs> box of Samoas, uh, you know, I'll go and I'll look up uh, washing my hands. Oh, you fatty, fat, fat, fat. <laughs> that's what you are. And then, so, and then that's I will admit that I have a problem. And I, I'm a big guy. There's always been a, a weight issue. I'm actually trying to figure out what's, what's going on. It's been a lot of... Trying to t- talking to doctors and figuring this out. Like, Atkins, it works for me. Oh, it does not work for me. This is the pro. I don't eat bread, and I haven't had pasta in over a decade. Oh wow! Right in terms of like, I'll try something. I don't eat pasta on any level, regular basis, and I don't lose the weight. So what is it? So it's something I'm trying to figure out. It's it's it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, but my problem is when I look at myself in a mirror. I look at myself and I, I look and I, I really like study and I go, I'd hit that. <laughs> like I, yeah, I, I have, I have this view of myself. Do I don't, who am I to even think that? Like I just, I just have t- like total confidence and faith in oh, that regard. I, I'm the same way when it comes to a mirror. I'll look in the mirror and go, hey, that's fantastic. <laughs> then someone will post a picture of me on Facebook. I'll go, who's that old fat guy? <laughs> That's why every picture I take is posed. I learned that from Paris Hilton uh. and the Kardashians, right? <laughs> there are no candid shots of me. It's, it's, it's fully posed, and I'm in the right, right frame of mind. I square up the shoulders, got, you know, broad shoulders. Hello, ladies. And then, I, and, and then there it is. That's it. Listen, I got to make the system work for me. That's all I'm saying. Get me oh. Thin Mints. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Eat, drink, smoke your cigar bourbon. Bourbon? Bourbon? Bourbon. See what happens when I drink scotch? <laughs> your cigar bourbon foodie radio extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. That right there. America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. I can't do scotch. I think that's what we've learned right here. But the cigar, the Espinosa Thai tea into the second, third. This is not a bad smoke at all. And I didn't even mention price points. I was going to say... Ten bucks. Oh, this is nine ninety nine. The Espinosa Thai Tea out of uh, the that Pravada Cigar Club. Um, it's it's opened up with some earth and some some spice that has reached in, 
It's smoking just lovely. The construction is actually pretty good. It's a little bit soft uh, in, in, in the cigar itself. That could be a bit of over-humidification, just could be how the cigar is made. I like it with, with a little more uh, density, if you will. But this cigar has been enjoyable. I haven't had to have an extra light. I haven't had to touch it up. It's burning, for the most part, pretty well, pretty evenly. Uh, I'm impressed. I am impressed with the Espinosa Thai tea. Yeah, I'm in the second, third, and, uh, you know, those cocoa notes that you were talking about in the first third for you, they've come out for me, and especially with pairing with the coffee. It's been very, very good, and the, the smoke, like I said, there's a lot of smoke coming off of this thing. Nice, easy, pleasant draw. Uh, not No real canoeing, uh, even burn. And, and listen, 9 to $10 a stick, it's in my humidor. Yeah. Now, we are doing this with, with a coffee. When we do coffee, we do it as a French press. That's different than your, your, your drip coffee. It's not a Sanka? That is not Sanka. <laughs> The, the French press is where you let the coffee steep in the hot water and it has a plunger system and you push down slowly on the plunger, moving the coffee grounds to the bottom so you have the coffee. What are you getting from that? More oils. When you do a drip coffee, the, the paper, right, the, the filter catches a, a, a fair amount of the oils. The, when you do the French press, that's all there to you. I don't do as much French press because those oils can actually, like, they can rip you apart. They can kind of mess, mess you up for sure, right? It's, it's much more acidic in, in that way, but you get a wonderful flavor out of it. So it's it's worth having a French press in your house, not too expensive, and trying it from time oh, to time. Oh, no, you can get a, a plastic French press. I mean, very reasonable for $11, and I have one at the house. I like using it for cold brew. Yeah. Where it'll sit on the counter for 12 hours, and then, you know, you plunge it, and then you go to town. And right. I, I really enjoy it for cold brew. Yeah, they're not too expensive. Glass ones are out there from Bodum and, and other people. Easy to find. It's it's a nice, a, it's a good, solid treat, and it really does. It's different than when you do it from, from, a, from a drip. And when you're doing it with a cigar, you will taste the flavor difference, and it will change your cigar and what you're really picking up. So, so give that a shot. The Espinosa Thai Tea, this is lovely. It is time, Fingers Malloy, for News of the Week. Forward down the field. Oh, a charging tea that will not yield. It's the Lions. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Show rah, us rah, your rah. tattoo. Fingers Malloy. A radical Detroit Lions fan. The the lion is tattooed on him. That way we can always find him. Bubbles the lion. Is that what he's called? Yeah, his name's Bubbles. And there, there he is, is right there. Yeah. We did a story last week about Bud Light and, and the kicker for the Lions, Matt Prater. And it was about free Bud Light. So first, remind us of the story. So uh, and do we have like an intro? Like eat, drink, smoke, follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. Please no. No. Okay. Uh, well, there was a season-long competition between uh, Brandon McManus, who was the kicker for the Denver Broncos, and Matt Prater, uh, the kicker for your high-flying Detroit Lions. Who would have the what longest— What was their record this year? Yeah, that doesn't matter. Uh, you're looking but if you, were gonna, if you were going to just want to know these things— Quit looking in the past, Tony. Oh, is that right? We look to the future here Next at Detroit. Next year is, is, is the year of the Lions? I've been saying that for 29 years. So— uh, they had a, a competition. Matt Prater uh, won the competition with a 59-yard field goal. And what did that mean? Bud Light was going to buy the city of Detroit beer. So we were talking about the story last week, but the details really didn't come out about how people can get their beer. Uh, 
between January 8th and the 31st, if you purchase a six pack of Bud Light, uh, you save the receipt, you head to their website, uh, show pictures of the receipt, uh, you will get a rebate uh, for, for for the money that you purchased uh, the, the the bourbon uh, or excuse me the beer with, and you have to get that request in by Valentine's Day. But there are some restrictions, Tony. What would be the restriction? You have to be 21. Okay. You have to be in Michigan. You have to be a Michigan resident. Oh. Okay. And we're heard in Michigan. So you find folks in Michigan who you listen to the podcast, which you could find on Amazon Music or uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts or all the other places. Um, uh, one submission uh, allowed per address, and you will get a refund for your six-pack of Bud Light. So that's how you get your free beer. Yes. Again, brilliant marketing. Absolutely love it. The amount of earned media, right? The, the coverage they got they didn't have to pay for. In the millions, just this show alone, we calculated it because we've done this story now twice. Yes. $42.3 billion. And Bud Light would be a fantastic sponsor of the Eat Drink Smoke Amazing radio program. Amazing Budweiser would be such a good sponsor. Budweiser could be the official beer of the Eat Drink Smoke radio show and podcast. We are the kings of cigar radio shows. That's correct. They're the king of beers. A match made in heaven. <laughs> Next story, no more songs. Apparently, a match that isn't made in heaven is Bruce Willis and face masks. Oh, this is the story I heard about. So Bruce Willis was uh, walking into a Los Angeles area Rite Aid pharmacy, and he was asked to leave because he refused to cover his face with a bandana that was wrapped around his neck. Apparently, there were customers that were very upset that he was walking around without his bandana on his face. He was walking around saying, hey, this is my moneymaker. Moonlighting, remember Moonlighting? Die Hard. You think he went all the way back <laughs> to Moonlighting? moonlighting. That's what he did. Right. Uh, and so he was asked to leave because people were upset he was not wearing his mask. Now he came out to apologize. You know, bad judgment uh, on on his part. When you're a celebrity of Bruce Willis caliber, someone's going to take a picture of you and call you out for those things. But we've done stories of people like working out at a gym. And people weren't wearing masks, and a guy was so upset with management, he pulled a gun on yeah. gym goers, right, on, on the clients there, telling them to wear a mask. I only hope that guy spends a good long time in, in jail. The people, the videos that you see, I saw a video of a woman yelling at another woman and her nine-year-old daughter, cursing and screaming about not wearing a mask. It was you have to be able to act decent. And look, we don't get into politics here. What a week or so it has been. The conversation should be about how we are decent. That's a worthwhile conversation regardless of your politics, right? It's good. It's valuable. It, the ability to disagree, the importance of being able to share stories and share ideas and put them out there, the importance of being able to see someone you think is doing something wrong and either how to approach them or how to know how to like mind your own dang business and walk away from the scenario, right? A little bit of self-control in, in that. You're going to yell at a nine-year-old girl? And the, and the, the mom took it. And I you give, yell at one of my kids, my wife is going to beat you like you've never been beat before. And she's going to tell the judge, want a piece of me? I don't care if it's a female or a dude. If they're yelling at my kid like that, I'm going to respond. 
Now, I'm not saying I'm going to go and, and smack somebody, you know, oh, outside no, the no, head. No, 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 no. No, we're not no, talking no, violence, no. but I'm not going to keep my trap shut. There's part of me that actually admires the fact that this, the, 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 the woman uh, watching her uh, uh, kid get yelled at didn't absolutely freak out. Because it could have gone two levels above uh, the hostility level that it was at, but I would have had a hard time not getting right back in that person's face and, and tell them to back off my kid. No, not oh gosh, not at all, not in any way. The the I was amazed that she that the mom didn't respond. But this woman is wrong. She's not just and she's not moral, right? Yelling at children does not make one moral or justified. Doesn't matter how you feel, and that and that's the whole point. Bruce Willis shouldn't be surprised that some people called him out for it. It's not as I see it, the end of the world. By the way, Die Hard three four. This is Eat Drink Smoke. So Fingers Malloy reminded me that we had not paid proper tribute to the death of Don Wells. And we should. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Tony Katz, Fingers Malloy. I thought we did cover this. I thought we did go over this and said, ask your, ask your parents about, you know, Marianne or, or, or Ginger. But what I learned, Fingers Malloy, is that I... No, Dawn Wells was the actress, died at the age of 82. Gilligan's Island is what she's famous for. And I, I, I was a Marianne guy. Not, not even a question that I... Dawn Wells over Tina Louise, it's not even a debate. Are you, in, are you pro Ginger? Oh, Tina Louise. All day, every day. And twice on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but God bless... I mean, listen, Marianne was, was easy on the eye, too. Marianne. Yes. I mean, it's, it, it's like, oh, what do you like better? Uh, Cinnabon dots or whatever these things were that we had earlier. The desserts <laughs> yeah, from Taco the dessert Bell? Or uh, the chocolate chip cookie. They're both very good. Why do we have to, why do we have to fight? And do, why do we have to pick one? Can't we just choose everyone? You're right. But the answer is chocolate chip cookie. And that's why it's, <laughs> it's Marianne. That's why it's Marianne. I did see something on YouTube that was fun. You know how when something like this happens and everybody starts doing searches for clips of like, you know, Don Wells or Marianne or, or whatever, a video popped up. The original Roseanne TV show, they did a segment as the show was ending where they had the uh, surviving members of the cast of Gilligan's Island play people from Roseanne. So Tina Louise was Roseanne. Uh, Don Wells was uh, her friend, the neighbor next door or whatever. Uh, you mean her sister? Oh, was it her sister? Yeah. Yeah. Lori Metcalf. Yeah. And uh, the professor was in it, and uh, Gilligan uh, was oh, in I, it. I did, oh, I never saw that. Yeah, it was funny. And Sherwood Schwartz was on there. And so Tina Louise said, you're fired. Uh, you're a terrible writer. Get me the guy who wrote The Brady Bunch. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> but yes, Marianne, I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad we figured... <laughs> This I out. think that was a fitting tribute. <laughs> Beer trends in 2021. This is from 750.com, their daily. So what are we going to see? What can we expect in beer trends? Um, beer turning to cans and bottles. There's actually a shortage of beer cans going on. It's a huge problem. In Indiana, where, where we live, these people are the can people. Sun King um, and and a, and a host of others have made the can right. That that's how they do beer, and it's incredibly, insanely popular. But the shortage is is, is there, 
and it's going to continue. So maybe that's one of the reasons bottles are back. The beer craze has gone down as spirits have so much picked up as the distilleries have gotten the ability uh, to really grow and prosper. They, they had a lot of tax breaks coming their way. They were actually extended. Uh, I think now permanent, which is pretty great because there was a moment where um, distilleries were like, hey, if we don't do this, we've, we've, we've got a problem. But I think that I think that has cleared itself up. And then there was the whole hand sanitizer debacle where these distilleries were asked, hey, can you make hand sanitizer? Was, you know, low on hand sanitizer, coronavirus. And so they retrofitted and they started making hand sanitizer. Well, in one of the relief bills, it changed how the people who make hand sanitizer are treated. There's a specific uh, terminology utilized and classification for them from the Food and Drug Administration. So it's not a law. It's just a mandate from the FDA, $14,060. Here's the bill. Hey, thanks for making hand sanitizer for us. Here's the bill for fourteen grand. And people were like, what? Especially the the distilleries that were actually making it and distributing to the community for free. For free, right? <laughs> Doing their part. Well, so many people complain that the FDA is like, okay, we, we will not be charging these people. That should have been seen before it ever happened to those people. I mean, why would you have to have the the uprising, if, if you will? Just be decent. Well, isn't it nice that they actually backed down on that for once you actually uh, you saw uh, people from all over the country saying well that's not right and the federal government actually backed down that was that was good to see i don't like the idea that we have to make our government back down right, right. i'm glad people spoke out but what if this was a more under the radar thing and the next thing you know your distillery is hit with a $14,000 bill i love it when people say hey this isn't right i get bothered when we just don't recognize from Government officials, elected officials, local, state, federal—that this isn't this isn't something we should do. This is clearly a mistake when they've done such incredible good uh, for for the rest of us. One of the other beer trends is that subscription services and and delivery here to stay, and that's absolutely right. Right, we've talked about what happened in Kentucky with with distilleries and being able to order from them directly. Ohio now uh, you could deliver to homes. This is this this trend is moving and growing. This trend's a winner. Well, we've seen this with cigars, right? You can get a cigar subscription, and different companies will send you, say, hey, five cigars a month or whatever. Um, the beer stuff is becoming really popular. I've got several friends that have these subscriptions where a package of microbrews from around the country will show up. Speaking of, I had said that I thought the food prep services were going to go down because people are cooking at home. They're making the meals. They have the time. Uh, stories about how if you don't have the commute to work because you're working from home, that commute is your cooking time. So it allows you to do these things. Over the past week, anecdotal, certainly, I've talked to a couple people who have decided to start ordering from the food prep services, right? Everything comes to them and they just put it together. They're very, very happy. They're doing it locally. They're doing it from the, from the large companies. So maybe that hasn't gone by the wayside. One of the other trends, more non-alcoholic and CBD beverages. Look, the, the non-alcoholic beer thing, it's, it's for a person who's not me, right? It, and it's not that, oh, God, oh gosh, I have to have the alcohol. It's just if I'm going to have a beer, I'm going to have a porter or a stout, and, and I'm not worrying about those things. But we've seen it in, in spirits. We've seen it in bars that are doing craft non-alcoholic drinks. This trend... I think is also here to stay. Now, the CBD beverages, I don't know what to do about that. I've never tried one. I'm more than willing to try one. 
I've never tried one, but the non-alcoholic, that's here. And it seems like a lot of it about the CBD stuff is like a CBD uh, seltzer water. Um, I haven't seen any of these on the market. I don't even know if you can. I'm not sure if you can buy this at a traditional liquor store. You have to go somewhere else to purchase these. I don't I don't know. I've never seen them on the market. I know they're available, I not, obviously. I, 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 we should find them. We should find them, and then we should try them. And then this story out of Florida. So have you ever done pay it forward? Right, like you, you, you uh, buy, you get your food uh, through a drive-through, and hey, I'll pay for the people behind me. You right? Know, do something sweet. The only thing I've ever done when it comes to that is if I've seen a police officer behind me in the drive-through. Sometimes I'll buy the police officer behind me. Totally kind of you. Good thing to that's, do. That's true. Well, there was a uh, a Whataburger in Florida, and someone started doing this, and it went on for hours. One hundred and five orders of people paying it forward. I think it's fun. I think people talked about that. Yeah, so these people bought us the meal, and we bought it for the people behind us. You know that thing went on like all day? That's amazing. That's a fun story. Here's my problem with it. Oh, good Lord. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, or people who have listened to this show have noticed. uh, I go to fast food restaurants a lot. You do? Yes, and and I go by myself. So while it would be nice if the person... helps with the shame. (laughs) Yes. While it would be nice if someone in front of me paid for my meal. There's no doubt in my mind, I pull up to the window and I look behind me, it'll be a minivan with nine people crammed in there. It'll be a $72 order. And what are you going to do? Okay, listen, I am happy to spend, uh, I'll put $7 in for the next person behind me. What are the So it's not the whole meal. You're just making a contribution. You're subsidizing. Yes, exactly. Oh, I think it's sweet. Okay, I'm cheap. There it is. I I think it's sweet and I think it's fun and I think people are, are so looking for something that makes them feel good. And these people are going to talk about the fact forever that they were part of this story. They were, I, I grew up in Jersey and on the Garden State Parkway because there's a toll every seven seconds. You, that used to happen on the, in the cash lanes. Oh, take care of the person behind me all the time. Are you allowed to ask what the person ordered behind? Say if they say they ordered three hot dogs with ketchup. No, I'm not paying for their food. <laughs> you don't need hot dogs with ketchup? No. I was great when I was eight. Wow. Well, we have to talk about that. <laughs> the Espinosa Thai tea cigar. This is worth trying. Find it where you are. I'm into the final third, and I'm pleased. I may do another one. I am very, very pleased. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. <laughs>